Welcome to Rise Up in Business, the law podcast for small business owners. I'm your host, Tracy Mylacrane. I'm a business lawyer, an entrepreneur, and very much a realist. Rise Up in Business is designed to share with small business owners important legal information and some clever tips and tricks in short and sharp episodes, no legal jargon. With this podcast, I want to empower small business owners to rise up and take control in their business. I'll be here every Wednesday to tell you what you need to know without sending you to sleep. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Rise Up in Business podcast and a very warm welcome to episode 19. In this season of the podcast, I'm focusing on sharing more practical examples of how the information and content that I've shared in the first two seasons applies in real life. So I'm actually using examples of clients that I either do act for or have recently acted for, anonymously of course, just to put into context for you how some of the issues that I've talked about can arise. So in this episode, I'm talking about website terms and conditions and why you shouldn't copy them from other websites. So in earlier episodes, of course, I advise you not to copy another business's website documents. So don't copy their website terms and conditions. But honestly, it's not uncommon for me to act for clients where they say to me, oh, I've got website T's and C's, but I don't know if they're any good. I just copied them from someone else. Can you take a look? Every single time, my recommendation has been to start again and draft a new set, which is what I do. So today I'm going to step you through a couple of reasons why you shouldn't copy another business's website terms and conditions. First of all, it's actually a copyright infringement. So it's a breach of somebody else's copyright. They own that material. You're not entitled to just copy it. So think back to uni days or high school days when we're told that we can't plagiarise and we can't copy someone else's work. It's called cheating. The exact same thing applies in business. If you copy someone else's website terms and conditions, you're cheating, you're plagiarising, and in technical terms, you're infringing their copyright. They can actually commence an action against you to ask you to take them down. Don't do it for that legal reason. Some clients say to me, oh, but I've changed a few words here and there. Well, I think that just makes it worse because you're still copying or plagiarising and you're actively taking steps to try and cover it up. So it doesn't work. It's never okay in my view. The second reason why you shouldn't copy somebody else's website terms and conditions is because they may not actually suit your business. You don't really know what it is you're after. You're just relying on what other businesses have done and you're making an assumption that they've done a good job or that they've done the right thing. But you don't actually know. So, for example, a client came to me recently to do her business documents and a core part of that was the website terms and conditions. And she'd asked me to have a look at the ones she was using. And she's a service-based business and in the website terms and conditions throughout, there was reference to catering at certain events and the requirement for users to advise if there were any food allergies. And that was wholly irrelevant to her business and really quite embarrassing. Another example, which is not uncommon, is when the wrong law or the wrong jurisdiction is stated. And I just don't mean the difference between stating the applicable jurisdiction as being New South Wales or or ACT or Victoria. I'm talking about other countries. A client recently had website terms and conditions that said they were founded on Californian law and that if there were any issues, the law of California would apply. And she's very much a local-based business service provider, which means that the Californian law is wholly irrelevant. Other businesses that I commonly see use 
terms and conditions which make reference to the European Union. So again, all of those things are wholly irrelevant and it's a classic you don't know what you don't know. So as I say, they may not actually suit your business, so they may not work. So that's another good reason why not to copy someone else's T's and C's. That leads me nicely to the third key reason why I don't think you should copy another business's documents, and that's because it really does reflect poorly on your business. So you value your business, you respect yourself, and presumably you have a great respect for your business. It follows then that you must respect your business documents because your documents are an extension of your business. And if they don't exude professionalism and if they're not tailored correctly to your business such that they work and they're effective, then the result of that is going to be a very poor reflection on your business. How do you answer a client that says to you, Tracy, I've been reading through these terms and conditions and you make reference to the California law. Can you tell me why that might be? Because it happens, and I know that people think, because they say it to me all the time, oh, what are the chances of anybody ever even reading these documents in the first place? But that's not the test, and I say that. The test is not, but no one's going to read it, it doesn't matter. The test is, what are my obligations, what do I need to do to protect my business, and professionalism. It's an extension of my business. And then the fourth and final reason that I say that you shouldn't copy somebody else's website terms and conditions is because they may not actually protect your business when you need to rely on them. So think about things like the content that you are sharing on your website. Do your terms and conditions, for example, contain a disclaimer so that you can't get into trouble if the information you're sharing on your website becomes out of date? Or are you sharing more general information on your website that you don't want users to take as specific professional advice? Do you have that set out in your terms and conditions to protect you in the event that a claim or an application or a complaint is made against you in the future because somebody, lo and behold, relied on the advice or relied on the information you're sharing Because you're a professional service provider, they took it as professional advice, they relied on it, things didn't go the way they'd hoped, and they come back and make a claim against you for negligence, a breach of duties, damages, something like that. So you need to be protected in your terms and conditions if you make any type of representation on your website or if you are sharing any type of information. That's prevention being better than cure. You want to make sure you cover this stuff off at the beginning so that you have a very easy answer should that issue ever arise in the future. And depending again on what you're sharing, you need to make sure your copyright's protected particularly if you're a creative, you need to make sure that you've got easily identifiable provisions to protect your copyright in the event that somebody breaches it. So think along the lines of somebody taking a screenshot of the images that you might be using on your website and then passing it off as their own in social somewhere. So you need to make sure you've got readily identifiable provisions in your terms and conditions so that you can nip that sort of stuff in the butt if ever it arises. So that's it in a nutshell, why I say you shouldn't copy another business's website terms and conditions. I get asked it a lot. I provide this type of detail when I'm asked. So it's copyright infringement. They may not suit your business. It's not professional in that it will reflect poorly on your business and they may not actually protect your business when you need to rely on them. As always, I really hope that was helpful. I'm really loving the feedback I'm getting on these episodes, so please feel free to reach out. Let me know what you think, and as always, if you've got any questions, let me know. Catch you next time. That's it for today's episode. Short and sharp, just like I promised. 
you liked the episode, please be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And I would be most grateful if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, remember to keep your business legals in order with my annual legal checklist. You can grab your free copy by heading over to my website, tmsolicitor.com.au forward slash checklist. I'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for listening.